They say winning ain't everything. Well, we don't have them tight conversations over here, man. Had that conversation with the losers. We trying to win at everything we do. Even in the loss, we don't see defeat. We see a lesson learned. Straight up. Look, I came into this world in 1978 The doc looked me in my face and knew I was something great 45-42 Prescott, that's where I'm from Grew up in the slums around dope dealers and bums As humble as I was, I adapted to my habitat In my own lane though, far from where they crashing at Dumb bar graduate, the game out of mastered it Served in the Navy, look, y'all don't know the half of it Pops passing no one, moms passed last year I know they up in heaven smiling down crying mad tears Cause they son making it, no telling where I'm taking it My city been cursed, but I feel that I'm breaking it Coach that went high in 15 in one state Seen the fork in the road and went straight I know what I'm worth. I'm OG King Kirk, Brooklyn Nets gaming crew legend. Let's work. Hey, this is OG King Kirk, your host of the OG Two Cents podcast. I want to thank each and every one of you who tune in every Sunday. We truly appreciate it. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button, like, comment, and share. Uh, give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Helps us out a lot. Links are in the description for all available streaming platforms. Let's continue to stand up against any form of social justice and racism. Uh, and this episode is brought to you by Zenny Blocks. Uh, make sure to armor your eyes with Zenny Blocks virtual clear blue blockers. It's important to protect your eyes from a harmful blue light from your digital screen so you'll have less eye strain. And that makes for better sleep and performance. Check them out at zenny.com gaming or follow them at Zenny Gaming on Twitter and Instagram. This episode is episode 43, the Supporter Spotlight Series. Um, this young man had reached out to me uh, a while ago uh, when I first started the podcast and I uh, wanted to be on. Um, obviously, I, you know, I had a, a list of uh, people and prospects that I wanted to appear on the show, but I also wanted to create something uh, for any and everyone that listens and support the show uh, to have an opportunity to come on. Uh, so this uh, it sparked the idea in me uh, to start the Supporter Spotlight Series. And basically, um, it will be people from all walks of uh, life that have an interesting story that they want to share. And uh, I'm more than happy uh, to have this young man on the show. Uh, his name is Laquan Chef Official Mac. Uh, he's a Chicago native. Um, you know, <clears throat> he has taken a unique path to get to where he is today. Uh, he's no stranger to hard work and discipline growing up in sports and has always had uh, has always been a passion of his having played organized football for 12 years and that included college as well he is personable driven and has found some success uh success in management work with a solid track record of great performance in retail entrepreneurship and restaurant businesses uh, Chef has contributed out in, in the NBA 2K community as being a GM of uh, a team in the MCPA, uh, Atlanta Pride, um, and their inaugural and second season of the MCPA League. Uh, he's also contributed to organizational mock drafts uh, such as the Hornets Venom and uh, Champs 2K uh, mock draft as well. And uh, he's contributed to player overall ranking system lists. Um, he Today, he strives towards his goal of being 
a part of a 2K organi- 2K league organization and helping male and female players make their dreams come true. Uh, he will continue to bring the world his gifts of culinary knowledge as well. Uh, without further ado, uh, Laquan, Chef Official Mac, how you doing? Oh, I'm all right. It's a beautiful day. Great opportunity. <laughs> Without a doubt, man. Just jumping right into it. Uh, just I just want you to tell your story and uh, how you got to where you are today. Uh, I guess I'll go where the beginning really started. Uh, in high school, uh, I graduated from a vocational school. So I came out of high school already ready to cook uh, going into college. I didn't even know I was going to college. That's the crazy part. Um, but I graduated high school uh, and while I was playing football and I walked on at the Bethune Cookman University, you know, where I did my four years of football, uh, did football there for about two years, sophomore year, uh, still was in the culinary program while I was there. And after the sophomore year, I just like put down the pads and I picked up a knife and I got to rolling from there. Uh, some of my first gigs in college. My first gig in college was Chipotle. Uh, that bettered my knife skills. Then I went on the Chart House, which is more upscale, of course. And then I just made my way from there uh, into the scene of culinary knowledge. Once I graduated from college, uh, Sodexo, which is a contract and service company, uh, moved me to Atlanta, and that's where I started my managerial career uh, as far as food and culinary aspect, K-12, the division that they have. I did that for a while. Um, then um, Sodexo relocated to another account, and they left me here in Atlanta uh, without work. So um, just here, getting into the night scene of the culinary life here in Atlanta. I did that for a minute until I got a phone call that I got what I, I was recommended to go with Sodexo's uh, competitor, uh, which is Aramark. It's the leading competitor with Sodexo. So I went back to K-12 for a second stint and I did that. And then uh, after the second stint, Aramark, they went along and I went back into the night scene. After that, I actually started my own venture as an executive chef here in Atlanta. And I did that for 10 months. And then I went back into the nightlife after that. Um, of cooking, and it's been pretty well fine dining. Uh, I'm at Rocksteady right now uh, as a chef de tornade, and it's been pretty good to me. Okay, I mean, you know, what are, what are some of your favorite dishes that you like to, to cook up? Oh, man, what's crazy is, like, I'm a crazy fan of Taco Tuesday. Like, you can, like, the whole house already know what time it is when it's Taco Tuesday. So I'm pretty, like, fond of Mediterranean and, you know, Hispanic. Uh, I keep I keep um, true to my roots, you know. I'm black, so there's some soul food that got to go down, uh, whether it's a spin on it or whichever. And I'm from the Midwest, so, you know, fried fish and spaghetti, you can never go wrong. <laughs> Tell you that now. Now you say Taco Tuesdays. What what yeah. what kind of what what special twist do you put on your taco? Oh man, Taco Tuesday! I'm coming out with the salmon joints. Like anybody who know they come in Taco Tuesday with Chef Fisher, you gonna have some type of salmon taco rolling, uh, you know. And I come with the remoulade instead of the um, instead of the salsa. You gonna get a nice remoulade on top of this. It's just it's a beautiful sight to see it. Honestly, see it all come together. Okay, I mean, doing you talk about uh, 
cooking in the nightlife in Atlanta. Have you uh, prepared any dishes for any celebrities or anything like that? Oh, yeah. Like, before I even got deep into where I am now, um, we just had Killer Mike in the house last night, man, for brunch. So, not last night, yesterday afternoon, him and his wife, uh, they wanted to uh, come back and throw a party there at the restaurant. So, that's crazy. Um, we cook for the likes of Ludacris, Akon. Uh, got invited to Will Packer's house to cook for Stacey Abrams when she was running for um a government a government seat here in Atlanta about two years ago. You know, she lost, but uh that was pretty fun. So many celebrities there, Kelly Rowling, uh, Kevin Hart, Ludacris, Tiffany Haddish, they were all in the building. So it was pretty good to be able to do that stuff like in someone's house, be invited to someone's house of prestige and cook for them. Right. Now you mentioned I think uh somewhere an author. Oh uh, yeah. So I got the cookbook. I got the cookbook. Um, still working on the cookbook. You'd think that a uh, cookbook would be basic, you know, but so many aspects that go into it in the cookbook that I want to put out, you know, um, is part of my story, part of my journey, how, you know, cooking actually helped save my life because in that time, you know, I had lost everything. I had got evicted from my apartment. Um, I just had broke up with my girlfriend for two and a half years. So, you know, I put a lot of time into that and I was heartbroken. I was battling depression, didn't even know I was battling depression. Uh, and it was just so much, um, going on at one time, but that was the same time that I was being the executive chef. So honestly, like recipes help save my life and, you know, take, um, things off my life in regards to uh, overthinking or in the pressures of life that was going on in that time. So that's what the cookbook is compiled of. And during this time, I'm coming up with these recipes, like, how are you doing this? Like, you're feeling this way. All this just happened to you. What are you, you know, you're in the back, like a machine, just like making food and making recipes, but you're depressed. Like, you just got your heart broken. You homeless. Like, where are you laying your head? every day um so it's definitely a journey but uh the recipes in there i'm telling you are a one when i say one i mean a one so when when can everybody uh expect uh you possibly to have it the cookbook finished um so i'm really i'm gunning for uh my birthday is august 19th um so i'm gunning for it to either be the week of my birthday or the day of my birthday of uh, next year so uh, that gives me still uh, some time to not too much time but eight months to cut here here and snip there and make sure that it's just you know till it's top potential that it could be okay cool i mean and, and hearing your story is i mean it's uh just a, a true testament to your perseverance i mean it often uh, in life, when we're going through a lot of things, uh, it's always something that uh, that we can tend to focus on to kind of block out uh, the negativity and everything mm -hmm. that's going on. Mm -hmm. It still allows us to be successful. And I'm glad that uh, you found that and uh, and was able to, to overcome uh, your situations. Uh, so just a, a big uh, kudos to you and uh, just being persevering, persevering through the situations. Um, oh, yeah. You know, 2K obviously is uh, something that <laughs> brought us together uh, yes, to talk. I mean, uh, 
you know, when did you start playing 2K? Crazy is uh, we had 2K that had uh, first time I saw 2K it had Allen Iverson on the cover. I was like, Allen Iverson, like you know, you used to seeing like NBA Live covers and how nice. So when I first saw um, 2K, I was like, oh, what's this? And all the point guards could dunk. Allen Iverson, Jason Kidd, Steve Nash, like what? These people, you ain't seen people dunk, but. Um, if you're in the NBA, if you deep, if you dig down deep enough, I'm pretty sure you can get at least a slam. So, I mean, to an extent, they probably was right. But um, 2K, I say, well, I, Iverson was on the cover. What 2K2 was that? Um, so that was definitely that one. Dropped it, kept going alive, came back after they put Shaq on 2K6, and from then on, that's when I was just like, all right, 2K, it is. Uh, so uh, I give it from 2K6, definitely running on. Uh, I've been an avid 2K man. Like, 2K is the game. Like, we wait for 2K. We ain't getting NBA Live. We ain't doing NBA The Life. You remember NBA The Life? Yeah, vaguely. Yeah, I, rem- <laughs> I don't think I, I didn't ever play it. I didn't ever play it, but I, I heard about it. I wasn't into too many other gimmicky uh, games or whatever. Once I, I was like you. Once I started playing live, and then 2K came on the scene. I pretty much was caught in between those two until 2K took off. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely – I thought NBA Life was going to be like, – NBA Life went to, like, 09, and that was the last one that they made. Uh, I really thought that was going to give 2K its run for his money, but then 2K was just like 2K7, 2K8, 2K – once 2K9 had came, that was it. Like, they had definitely left their mark of separation from there. So that's when 2K became 2K. So, you know, uh, what are your thoughts on the, the 2K League and the community? Oh, what's crazy was um, when the 2K League was announced, I didn't have any news about it. I was still just playing, watching the Road 250. You know, that's what it was. That's what you wanted to be a part of, you know, competing in that. Uh, and when it was announced, I didn't even get the announcement. It was like two months later, my brother told me, you know, 2K League got 2K coming. I'm like, what? I was like, that's crazy. Person like me belongs in something like that. We love 2K. Like, that's all we do. Um, so that's how I came about. And one of the first people that I ever followed, crazy enough, was if you follow Famous, Famous will guide you to the rest of All you got to do is click on the follow the Famous, and he will guide you literally into the community. Once you follow him, everybody else in the 2k community just starts slapping up but now it's like that with you too like if you follow you it'll trinkle down now you can follow it'll open up everybody else to be followed so it was crazy because i was just like one day i just like i followed everybody and then i followed you and then everybody else came that was <laughs> so it was it was crazy but it was a fun experiment and i was like this is crazy so um, I followed Famous. I think I followed Famous and then everybody else started coming. But this was before the 2K League was even like, this was still when Famous was doing uh, ESPN. Um, still, everybody was still going 250. Uh, I think the community for the most part, um, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a niche community. It's delicate because you still, people know about the game 2K. But I was just explaining to my grandma the other day. My grandma didn't even know 2K League had these many values. I said, yeah, grandma, you can't say. You can't get paid to play that game no more. 
<laughs> but she was enlightened. She was intrigued. She was like, shut up. I'm like, yeah. But um, um, that's how much that has grown. But um, for me, uh, the 2K community, it's what you'd expect the community mix of, of young people and older people in middle and people in the middle. Like young people, you know, you're going to get the rambunctious activity. They haven't been exposed to that much. They're going to talk. You're going to get the egos. You're going to get all that. Then you got the people that's in the middle, like me. Um, you know, you've seen some things, but you ain't seen it all. You know, your ego's probably there, but it's been toned down from when you were way younger. Um, and then it's the OGs like you, you know, like, psh- you already seen that phase. I already seen that go through. So, you know, when you have that, you maneuver it well with the OG. I love the OG two cents and the dimes that you drop. Because I'm like, it'll come a time in life that you're going to reach that way he's talking about. So the community is what you expect if you got a bunch of teenagers, a bunch of 20-some-year-olds, and a bunch of, you know, and some other standouts of 30. It's like the Army. All the young ones got the energy. The vets know what they're doing. And the ones in the middle, they got the energy and they know what they're doing. So um, that's what you that's what you kind of like expect. And for the most part, a lot of people probably call it troublesome. But, you know, you got to weed through that. You know, you weed through the grass, you get to where you're going. Yeah, I agree. I always say this. I mean, it's a splash of of the real world i mean i don't know why people like to treat it any different you have positive (laughs) people in the world you have negative people in the world i mean Mm -hmm. positive and negative situations like i mean a little bit of everything and then for me uh even with the og two cents i mean you know i have to try to keep i have to keep myself in check and it's people who keep me in check um it's Mm -hmm. not that uh every every time that I drop, um, I had to learn some things along the way too. So, and still learning. So mm-hmm. that, that's, uh, it's key to those type of messages are key for not only the people uh, that follow me and support me, but for myself to uh, stay in check and stay on track and uh, not get that distracted or anything like that. Um, you, you spoke about your interest in working for a 2K league organization. Um, you know, I well, you know, a lot of people think that they uh, are qualified uh, to work in it, the NBA 2K league, and I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not the judge or the jury or anything. But mm-hmm. what what qualifies you uh, to to work with the NBA 2K league organization? Um, I and you know that's a great question because it makes me step back and it makes me look at me. Um, that I've already some things that I've already done started to do like for myself step back and look back hey what makes you qualified and I'd say you know my my willingness and wanting to to contribute to the organization in the best of my capacity um, just also being out in the community and having a you know an interacting and having a name that's not you know tainted and ways that I believe, you know, I try to definitely keep a nice face out in the community. And plus also being in those corporate environments and managerial environments that, you know, every day I know it's something new. Like you ain't gonna come in and it's just all 2K. You know, you have to be ready for everything that's coming at you. So, uh, and to be able to prepare those around you, that's uh, 
coming for that. And, you know, just my love and attention just coming coming into it. Honestly, you know, I may not have been putting out this season, you know, a lot of stuff in regards to my contribution like I usually do on the side. But um, I'm always watching and I'm always eager to learn, you know, with the new people. And that's another big thing, just wanting to learn. Like, I don't know it all. Like, I'm really here to just learn, 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 learn. And I love to be in a, a, a space to be able to do that, to grow so that an organization uh, can win a championship. Organization can compete and contend, even if they don't win a championship, to build to win a championship, because you have to build to it first. So um, that's really my whole ordeal, and just being passionate, like, What's going to wake me up every day uh, outside of, you know, monies? Because it's something that I really sat down and thought about, you know, I'll be locked into 2K. Even if we, if, if money wasn't a thing, so whereas you had survival off of it, 2K would be something that I can do every day, if that makes sense. No, I'm, I'm, I mean... I'm somebody who understands that wholeheartedly. I mean, <laughs> as uh, something that I never really imagined uh, even being a part of. So I mm -hmm. definitely uh, can relate to that. Um, you know, I I would I always be I'm always the type to tell people that if you believe wholeheartedly in something, then you you go after it. I mean, and put your your best foot forward all the time. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and anytime you have an opportunity, you just be ready for the moment. Um, mm -hmm. So I think, you know, and then also um, one of the reasons why uh, your story was intriguing to me, I mean, you know, we have some people who cook um, in the community um, and in the league, um, you know, Lane Whitaker uh, does mm -hmm. his, a lot of cooking with Grizz Gaming. Uh, West, you know, with or both West, uh, one for the uh, Hawks Talent GC, and then the other ones for Hornets Venom, you know, Big West mm -hmm. with Hornets Venom GT. I mean, so just uh, taking your your skill set and being able to apply it and uh, and create content out of it and and be organic uh, in your approach, I think is uh that's that's always an initial conversation starter or or could lead to something is when you maximize what you're already good at and find a way to implement that in what you're and wherever it is that you're trying to do going forward. So I think uh, just consider that uh, and show mm -hmm. more people your talent and, and what mm -hmm. you do away from the game. Yeah, definitely. I like so, yeah, just uh, keep striving towards that. Um, you know, at this point of the show, uh, as OG wants to know, um, mm -hmm. rapid fire questions, answer open and honestly as possible. Um, no pressure. <laughs> uh, biggest influence. I have to go with um, Bobby Axelrod. <laughs> what motivates you? Family. Favorite video game of all time. It's something with Mario. Can't go wrong with Mario. Uh, favorite sports team? Depends on what sport. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, football, Dallas Mavericks, basketball, baseball, yeah. Chicago Cubs. Okay. Uh, favorite chef? Favorite chef, I'm going Bobby Flay. Okay. Favorite actor or actress? 
I'm going to have to go Denzel Washington. Okay. Um, celebrity crush. Um, be- beautiful girl. Uh, as if it was to be one, it would definitely mm-hmm. be. Um, <laughs> if we narrowing it down, I'm gonna go India Westbrook. Why not? India okay. Westbrook. Um, favorite favorite movie of all time. Favorite movie of all time, Irishman. No, all right. favorite favorite cooking show. Beat Bobby Flay. <laughs> where do, where where do you want to be in the next five to ten years? Next five to ten years, uh, I definitely should. I would love to um, have already helped the organization uh, have a championship uh, in the NBA two K league. I mean, sports is life. I'm telling you that now. Um, restaurant tour have already started that and kept that building, and uh, potentially already have the food truck open have some systems in place that I don't even have to be there. It just runs itself with the people that I have have in place. What advice would you give to someone who's looking to get into culinary arts? Um, you have to, you have to start, start somewhere. Just do it. Just start. Um, I'm telling you, if, if you're passionate about it, just start. Um, you ain't even got to go to culinary school. Just, I walked into a Culver's and was like, you know, I just, want to put this to test and they trusted me and I never even knew that I was good on the griddle so I went to Culver's just start it and you know if it's something that comes you know naturally and you feel good about it and you're crazy enough because you've got to be crazy then you definitely do it why you say you gotta be crazy man you got to be crazy you know you you wake up as a as a chef and you wake up and you know you about to get your butt whooped for the day. Like you got 15, 17 day, hours a day. And you're making sense of, you walk in chaos. Like you wake up to it. And everything about a chef is being able to organize chaos uh, because it's never not chaos. So um, once you, you got to be crazy to wake up every day and want to be in some chaos. Because it's really that from the vendors to the team staff, you know, to the management staff, you know, to the employees. It's just, you know, from budgeting, you just, and you know, you're going to be tired. And then you know, you got to cook this much food. You got to prep this much food. You got to be crazy to wake up every day and doing something like that. Um, but you got to be crazy. And you got to like it. Yeah. And also, uh, I mean, I think out of everything you mentioned, the main part is, uh, being able to satisfy other people's taste buds. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. 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 Just um, how can people follow you on what you do? Um, So, you know, I'm Chef Official. Uh, that's C-H-E-F-A-F-F-I-S-H-A-L-L. You can follow me on Instagram there. Um, you can all catch my hashtags on LinkedIn. Uh, you can catch my hashtags on Twitter. And you can follow me on Twitter at Chef Official. Um, it's not going to change. Chef Fish was here in the game. <laughs> well, thanks for uh, coming on. And, um, you know, everybody who tuned into this episode, make sure that you uh, follow the OG Two Cents podcast 
on all major streaming platforms. That's Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, um, you know, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, follow me on social media at OG King Kurt. That's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, you can also go to www.ogkingkurt.com for everything OG King Kurt and the OG Two Cents podcast. Um, shout out to my team, Cy Evermore, Strider Visuals, and Box Graphics uh, for making uh, the OG Two Cents podcast what it is today. Uh, catch me on Esports Extra every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, typically from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. That's what host Larry Ridley, the crew, Antonio Williams, Kelly Wells Brinkley, Derwin Royale, and Kevin Mamazette, uh, where we talk traditional sports and esports. That's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. on twitch.tv slash compete forever and on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, make sure that you tune into next week's episode. And remember, if it makes sense, it's an OG two cents. OG out. Put this work in, fellas. And much, much, much love to the entire 2K community for always showing me love. Without y'all, we wouldn't be here. Yeah. Yeah.